Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is going on, everybody? It is Crut here. We are back after... We seem to be pumping these out every once every two weeks, which is which is a good pace. Um, we got a great great interview today. Um, it's going to actually be most of the show, most of the episode. We've got about it's about an hour with with a with a, with Coach Moser. So uh, definitely definitely a good one. Definitely would listen to it. Will, well, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, it was, it was great to have Coach Moser on and, and talk to him at, at length. Uh, for that, and just see his face. It like he said is it was it was good, and you know he's it's great. He's always high energy. Um, so yeah, it was really good to have him on. Um, I guess like as far as the episode, yeah, like we don't need to do Bears, Bears, Belgium. I mean, I think it's a great great content with him. Um, Crut, you know, since we did last talk, the Bears did have the draft. Do you uh, do you have any? Yeah, yeah, we drafted some secondary, drafted wide receiver, um, some offensive linemen. I, I like it for sure. We talked a little bit about it in the interview, too. Just, you know, this team this year, I don't know what the expectations are. Um, but I think the expectations are everyone to, to, to perform in, in this new system, to, to perform to the best of their capabilities, whatever that may be. You know, we're, we, we're not spending a ton of money. We didn't, you know, sign, you know, anybody crazy, anybody that's going to come in, you know, a big name. But I think there's trying to build up trying to build up a good foundation, trying to get guys in um, that, that are in for the long haul. And, uh, you know, we got a, a cornerback who was, you know, kind of the best guy available. And, and I like it. I, I said that a need of ours has been the secondary. we got a safety, a cornerback. Um, you know, I think our pass rush is, is still there. Our linebacking core is, is, is still there with Roquan. Um, but the secondary definitely needed some help. Um, and uh, I mean, I think that what the Bears are trying to do is is you know trying to get back to that 2018 level of defense. You know, turning the ball over, getting pressure on the quarterback, um, that that type of stuff, and, and helping the, the offense out. So we'll we'll see. And then the offensively, you know, we we picked up a wide receiver. Um, you know, it's kind of tough for me to watch the draft just because it's, it's so late, but um, and on a Thursday, but. Picked up a wide receiver, a couple offensive linemen. We'll 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 see what uh, what those guys can do, and they're going to get into camp and and learn the system and everything like that. So, in due time, in due time, we will see. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Come the fall, um, you know. Also with with uh, with Belgium, I know you guys just come off with like a disappointing series, uh, two to one to uh, Mons, but um. You guys are still alive. You're in the B next tournament now. Yeah, what, what, yeah. We lost, won the first game at home, then lost two in a row. Um, just two kind of bad games from us. And uh, you know, credit to them, they 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 beat us in that series for sure. And um, so yeah, now we drop down into the B next playoffs. It's like a home and home uh, aggregate score type thing. So we actually play uh, Brussels on Wednesday and then uh, Sunday. So. That's what it's looking like out here. It's like, sorry, sorry. There's, uh, I didn't, uh, um, you might have to cut that out, but, um, no, I'm keeping it. Keep going. You know that a yawn, you know that a yawn is not actually like meaning you're tired. It's a, it's like a lack of oxygen in your, 
we're not going to get in this tangent right now. Okay. In your body. That's good. So, so you guys got the, uh, the, the home and home game against Brussels. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, uh, the season's winding down here now. It's, it's, uh, the playoffs are, are in full swing. So, um, you know, hopefully I'm here for another month or so. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, again, like I know, I know we've been pumping out this every two weeks. Part of it is playoffs. Part of it is I had, I had the finals. Um, but uh, I'm done now, and um, you know we should have more time, and we definitely want to get a couple more guests uh, before we're off. We're off for the summer. So uh, for sure, this episode again, really, really lucky to have Coach Moser on. He was great. We're gonna get right to that uh, after a little intro tune, and then uh, a message from Bet Online. Partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on NBA and NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball fights, and even next season's NFL features. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code believe to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts okay well now we'll welcome on uh coach porter moser all right we'd like to welcome on a very special guest maybe the most special guest of the whole podcast um my former coach both of our former coaches we've had a lot of former coaches on here um, this guy means a lot to me, means a lot to Loyola. Um, you know, I could go down the list of attributes and whatever stats and, you know, all that stuff. But we're just going to get right to it. Um, Coach Moser, it's good to see you. It's good to, good to talk to you. It's good to be on the call with you. Um, what's up? You know what? I, I, I know we're on audio, but us three are not. We're on Zoom. It's good to see you guys. It's good to see that your facial hair, all th- both you guys, is still intact. Um, it's a little bit more it's a little bit more manicured than it was when you wore the rambler jersey i mean you yeah. look a little older and more mature and more manicured than kind of having it rough but uh, it's, so it's good filled to be- in better for me for sure will's always had a good beard but it's filled in for me way better Take it's great to be here man it's great to see you guys i can't tell you you know you know you said meaning a lot i mean talking about you guys and Rambler Nation, what what it meant to me is is um, something that'll never leave me. Yeah, yeah. Coach, uh, you know, we're just talking 
uh, before we got on here about, uh, you know, Oklahoma and everything, and we're checking on some of our older guys. Do you want to kind of fill us in on, like, the roles of some of the guys you brought over there with you between uh, Flash, Clay, and, and our guy, Matty Carney? Yeah. Well, first of all, let's talk Flash. You wouldn't recognize Flash. Flash, Flash has grown you got up. got hair now? He, um, <laughs> let me just go, skip over that. Flash is all grown up. I mean, Flash was my manager at Illinois State. And then we were together with Majerus, and he was there the whole time at Loyola. And it is, you know, all of a sudden he's a father. You know, he's he's married. Obviously, he got married before he came here. And then, um, but to see him walking in and burping a baby in in our coach's office, it's, he's pulling his stroller. Flash is domesticated, man. It's, it's, uh, but he's, you know, same thing you know he's he's my special assistant um is his title but he you know you guys know him he's so prepared every day and what he does and uh you know i lean on him a ton especially you know breaking down film he knows me it's probably as good as anybody you know and, and when it t- comes to like you know the x's and o's that i like and 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 where i would go um for different game planning and so but he's doing he's doing great you wouldn't recognize him though being uh this mature you know sometimes flash and i you know, he, he gets in his uh, 12-year-old mode, um, yeah. and uh, he's uh, but he's doing great. Clay, Clay's doing phenomenal. Um, and you know what's really cool about Clay is one of the hardest parts of what I've had to do is, you know, being at Loyola, once we kind of got it rolling, every year it seemed we had seven or eight guys back. We redshirted a guy almost every single year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of – you know, the older guys, when the new guys came in, you're like, this is how it's done. Well, we started from scratch here. Like, literally, we, we, we inherited three players, had to sign 10 through Zoom that I couldn't even meet them. And I met the team in June. That was, like, really hard. But Clay's a guy that because he played and he played on a high stage being in the Final Four, he had instant credibility with that. And he was just a guy the guys could talk to about stuff that, that you know <laughs> – you know, the little things like, why do I got a body up, body in? Like what are, you know, whatever, whatever the term is that they do, he could sell it. And, uh, but he's going to be, you know, rock star in this profession. Um, and, uh, just brings a ton. And then Maddie, yeah, we got brought Maddie over. Um, and as the manager, I think, I think Maddie, you know, he's doing a great job as a manager. I think he, I think he thinks there's the word general in front of the manager sometimes. moves. But uh, and I think he thinks he's got playing time. Where some of the managers are setting up practice, and Maddie's launching twenty-five footers, working on his J. So, yeah. uh, but it's, it's great to have him here. It's it's great to have Maddie here. Good. Good. Yeah, and you got a couple guys uh, that you that have worked for you and with you before, right? Uh, 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 Emmanuel uh, Diddley yeah. is, is he yeah. still gonna? He's still with you uh, for this upcoming year? Or? I know he, yeah, he, yeah. Likes to, he likes to move around a lot. And, and, you know? Did you say Diddley? Dildy. Dildy? What is it? <laughs> he was supposed to be an assistant coach when I got there, but I know, he, he went somewhere else. Big mistake, right? He uh, absolutely is with me. He's, he's. I mean, I love E. He is so good. Um, he's He was with us at, uh, at Loyola. Like he said, he left right before you came. But uh, just another guy that's that's been with me, that knows the culture, that knows, you know, about bringing it every single day. He's a tireless recruiter. Um Super high energy on the floor. Um, but again, uh, him and his wife, Rebecca, are here, and it's awesome to have, you know, some more people that know, you know, where we want to go and how to, how to get there. Yeah, yeah. 
talk about, uh, you know, switching up lifestyles and stuff. Is, is, is Norman, what's it like compared to Chicago? I know you're a Chicago guy. You know, I'm a, I'm a suburb Chicago guy myself. I know there's nothing better, but what, what, what's, uh, what's the differences like with living, you know, things to do, that type of stuff. No, for sure. You know, I'm, I'm a blessed guy, man. I, I, I love where I was and I love where I'm at. Um, and I'll start with Chicago, you know, and I, I'm very outspoken about it. I, 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 I absolutely love it. Everything about it. I love it. Um, and, uh, you know, I love the energy. I love the, uh, diversity. Um, I love the activity, um, you know, being able to go, you know, to do so many different things. I'm a big live music guy. I mean, I love the professional sports there. I love the restaurants. I love the different pockets of the city. Um, yeah. I love walking out of my office and jumping, jumping on the L and being Wrigley in like 11 minutes. Um, and exactly. you know, I love the, I love the pace. I, I love a lot of that. Um, so there's, that'll never leave me. I, I kept my condo there. Um, I, I have so much family and friends there. So, um, and then coming to Norman, I, I just couldn't believe how welcoming it is. You know, it's, it's the people here and we're a suburb of Oklahoma city and I like a metropolitan area. Oklahoma city is only like 19 minutes away. I can get to a thunder game in like 19 minutes from my door. It took me an hour and 20 to get to the United center. Um, yeah. That's true. With the traffic. Um, but the people here, there's an energy about University of Oklahoma. There's, a, you know, it's kind of wired for success. The people here and um, and there, it's 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 there's more here to do than I than I thought. Um, being so close to Oklahoma City, the restaurants in Norman um, and, and everything. And we're like two and a half hours from Dallas. Um, yeah. I, uh, my son, though, he, he, he said when he got here, he goes, Dad, I changed my order at Subway and I didn't get yelled at. <laughs> from Chicago, so he's like, which son? Max. Max was okay. like, yeah, was like this, you know, the soup Nazi. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I think it's. I, I'm blessed, man. Uh, I'll never, I'll never not be a Chicago guy. I'll never not be someone who comes back and is there a lot. But man, I, I I've been really blessed because this place is super welcoming. It's good to hear. All right. Well, uh, like as far as another adjustment. You know, on the floor, uh, going to the Big 12, it was undoubtedly the uh, the best conference in college basketball this year, produced the national champion, of which, you know, you guys, you know, took Kansas to, to one possession both times. Um, what, was, what was the grind like for you in the Big 12, and, and what were some things you learned from it in, in your first year? Well, first of all, you can tell when your program's arrived, because, Crut, our years and Will, if we would have said we would have lost by one possession, we'd have been pissed. Like, yeah. like. People have said yeah. that to us like a good thing. Like, hey, you, you took Kansas all the way to one possession. Well, I'm like, you freaking lost, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah. you know when your program's going, where you know, because it's, um, and we're gonna get there. Um, but it was, you know, every grind, every league, it's all relative. It's a grind. You know, when we when we got into the valley, when we got into valley play, it became a grind. Everybody was coming for us, and to go, we we were the, we were the, um, the the promotional game everywhere we went, you know? And so that became a grind. Um, but we'd all have to admit there were games where we, 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 there was, you know, there was a bottom half the league sometimes. Um, yeah. yeah. This, sure. this year, big 12, it was insane. I mean, at one point we had like all 10 teams were like in the top 40 RP or in the net. Um, all 10 teams were in the top 35 in defense. Um, you know, West Virginia, I mean, was last place. That's crazy. Coach Huggins, I mean, they were, you had to, it was, so it was, 
it was the grind of a conference, but it was like I wouldn't even look at one game ahead. My schedule, you can see this. This is my Cubs schedule right here. But um, laminated, it's right next to me all the time. But like my schedule that I had for my team, I had like a sheet over the next. I wouldn't look past the next game. Yeah, I, I just couldn't do mentally do it. And it's, um, but um, it's it's an unbelievable league. And uh, but I, I will say this: like every every league is. Once you get into your league, it's all relative. It's mm-hmm. the kind of a, of a conference race. Yeah, I mean, you guys get a, you know, you lose maybe one night to whatever it is, you know, Baylor, who was ranked number one in the country for whatever. And then the next night you get another chance to turn it around against Texas, who's 20. You know, you always you always get chances to, to kind of redeem yourself. I remember, you know, I, I was keeping up with you guys this year, and uh, you, you played, like, Iowa State, who was ranked. Then you played Baylor, then, like, a TCU then Texas, then Baylor again, like, you know, one, six, 20, non-ranked one, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, they're, they're just going at it right now. So it's a little, I mean, it's gotta be an adjustment for sure. It, it was crazy. Cause you, you know, cause you, you worry about, you know, your, your confidence and staying positive. And that's why it was great to have a couple guys that, that were with me before, because you know me, I'm coming to practice every single day trying to bring it. And it's, it's to, to lose four in a row you know, which we haven't done in a long, long time. And, um, you know, you just still got to bring it every day and you got an opportunity. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I tried to tell the guys is <clears throat> having playing a ranked team almost every single night is an, is opportunity is opportunity to build your resume. And, uh, I remember the stretch you were talking about. And then we, we went into the sec challenge and like, I'm like, Oh, you played Auburn. Yeah. At, at Auburn. Yeah. They, were one. they were one. I'm like, Oh, I think they were pissed at us because we were leaving to go to the SEC. So they're like, yeah, I think I'll give Oklahoma at Auburn at yeah, when right. in that challenge. But I uh, mean, what, what does that do to like your confidence as a coach? You know, yeah. like you know, do you start to question like is is what I'm doing working? Like, or, or do I stick with it? Do I have to change something? Like, you know, for a player, you know, you start playing bad, or you, you know, you're not playing well in a, in a rough stretch. I mean, your confidence is definitely going to go go up or down you know the first thing you said do you question what you're doing and i, I think that's kind of what's always kind of giving me an edge i always do i'm i mean even at, during our runs at loyola I'm, I'm looking at every single game like what could we have done better what, what i mean i always look at it that yeah. way and uh, you know it's i was more worried about the guys than myself because of myself i'm always you know uh, on edge you know looking at how we can do things better and and pushing the envelope uh, that way. And, um, uh, so <clears throat> the guys, but it is with the guys, cause especially new guys, you know, because like, well, is, is all these little things that we're doing, are they adding up? And you're got to constantly selling that, like, uh, yes, they are. And you're, we're glorifying our get better tapes. You know, you know, we were, sh- we were showing a lot of things to do better in those get better tapes, but we also were glorifying the little things. And then, man, we ended up winning like, I think six out of seven towards the end. And that's what kind of our teams always did is got better and better and better. And we were playing our best towards the end. And I, uh, I felt we were, we had a, we had a major injury to one of our top guys. And I, I think we, we, the way we responded, we got smacked the first two games and then we settled down and then we literally went on a great run uh, to end the season and didn't get in the tournament. We were sitting there last ones out and still pissed. And my therapist says, I'll get over it. But I think she's nuts. Not me. Um, yeah. Cause it's pissing. I mean, that's just, that's really hard sitting there and being, watching your team be this, you know, one or two of the last ones out. But. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, with the installing those, those little things, um, 
I think we all seen the video of a, you got a new culture wall over there. So like, I'm interested in like one, like, you know, your message to the guys about it when you introduced it and, and how they've taken to it. And then also like, I'm sure you've added some stuff. Like um, yeah, I want to know if there's anything been added that I don't know. You know, there is, I got to get my guy flashing here. We did, we've added like seven or eight uh, okay. this year. Like we'd be, we started to say it and I almost get, I'm, I'm trying to think of which ones we added. Um, I'm going to get back to you on that, but uh, we, um, you know, it was, it was something where, Literally, it was the first thing I walked in and they, you know, I'm like, I want a new arena. We got to redo our practice gym. We got to redo my office. I'm doing it. But the very first thing is like, this is what we got to have up. And like, mm-hmm. they, they flipped it and did our locker room culture wall within like a week. And, nice. um, you know, it's just so much of what we're doing. I think the guys, you know, obviously, you know, I had three of them to start the spring workouts. Mm-hmm. And I think they were a little overwhelmed. And we went, we, we really dug into it in the summer when we got everybody there. And, um, you know, I just... I just think, you know, teaching the game, the little things matter. They add up. You know, I think there's reasons why we were so good offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. One, we recruited to it. We recruited skilled guys. I think that's number one. The number one of the whole thing is the players. It's got to be. Number two is then you achieve, you know, the little things. And you get those, the right players to do those things. And uh, that's that's the thing that – um like really trying to get those guys to understand it. And it's just like all of you guys, the first thing you look at them and then now it's like second nature. You could point to any one of those bricks and you know, the meanings of it, you know, the importance of it. And uh, I think those guys are really starting to see it, especially at the end of the year. And that's how you roll it. Now we're going to have five guys that played that are going to be back from this year's team. And it's the right five. And those guys I'm, I'm feeding them every day. They're the key. They're the key to this. You know, we had a really good recruiting class. They got to come in and they got to be the ones like, hey, this is important from the jump, you know, to escape the pain on the first dribble when he goes inside the three. We got to win the first three steps in transition D. You know, like 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 those things, they, they know it now because they lived it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the, you know, when you, when I, when I came to, you know, as a, as a freshman and learned all this stuff, I had, a, I had a pretty good knowledge of the game already, but I mean, it learned a lot of stuff, right? And like I can, I just see the game so much more different. Like I come over here, and like, not just on my team, but like just all over. Like you're watching games, or you're watching this. Like you just see the game so much more different, and you think to yourself, like, man, that's that's kind of shitty. Like you know, it, that could be done better. That can be done better. Not not necessarily with my own team, but you're watching film on another team, and they're playing, and you're like, you know, that they, they just sent. They sent four guys to the ball right there. They didn't send three. They sent four guys to the ball. You know, like, well, what the hell are they doing? Like, that type of stuff. And, you know, it's the why. You know, I feel like sometimes, um, you know, even in professional basketball, like, sometimes coaches or, or things don't really explain, like, the why of something. They just tell you, this is what you got to do. Yeah. But to really, for me to understand it and what makes sense is you would always tell stop practice and say, why do you have to do this? Mm-hmm. And, and I would always, whenever you would say that, I'd always chime and answer. You know, I'd always chime and answer like, this why? Because it just makes, it just clicks in my brain. Like I'll be doing that over here. And, and like, it's just, that's something that I always do. Like why? I love when people ask why and, and what's the meaning of this? Crut, you bring some great memories back with that. (laughs) 
I just it's 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 part of my teaching what I what I believe in. I just think, you know, they to know why you do something instead of memorizing it, instead of just being a robot, you know, mm -hmm. the why. And I, I'm doing the same thing here. And but I, I you bring back a good memory because I'll be like, after a while, I'll be like, all right, why? What, you know, you, do you know the why of this? And then you chime in I'm like, damn it, crut, let someone else answer. <laughs> or there was a couple classic one where it was like, all right, and why is this no crut? <laughs> shut up yeah you know? stop when you're, when you're asking somebody else and you're like crud don't help him here crud would, would identify it's like a freshman or someone probably not gonna get it it's a critical moment in practice and just, just look them in the eyes and just yeah. like <laughs> you know uh you know i remember asking some, someone i'm not gonna disparage the person on this zoom but a former player there and it, there was a reason why he was, he was on the gold team a lot i remember asking why one time and he tried to throw in one of the terms like uh, three to the uh, jump second, you know, is, is something, whatever he was. And I'm like, he explained it. I'm like, no, we're talking about offense. <laughs> he was, did it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the other side of the ball term. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, there's a reason why you're on the gold for the every single day. Hmm. Not to disparage the gold team, Will. I'm, I'm, <laughs> hey, not to disparage I, the gold team. I, I, I'll, I'll take some talent on the gold team here and there. Oh man, the gold team was key. I've I've talked to our this this year's team. We are we still have a gold team. We still call it the gold team. Okay. I got gold jerseys, same thing. Um, because they had red jerseys, and I go, I can't call it the red team. I go, no. I need it to be yeah. the gold team. So we got it. You guys like really? Yeah, yeah. Give me give me every number in the gold jerseys. So we we call it the gold team, and I talked to them all the time. Those jerseys are a little nicer though. Something tells me those aren't just. You know, a little bit nicer of a gold jersey. I think those jerseys got a little Jordan logo on them. Yeah, besides yeah. a little, uh, I don't know what what knockoff brand we had. <laughs> that is uh, definitely true. The the Mike the Mike emblem um, does kind of amp it up a little bit. Yeah, Coach, I, I am interested in that. I mean, coming in my freshman year, I mean, I, I'm mostly at Jake. I mean, Jake was great to like rely on on that stuff, but like you know. Like being a, a total newcomer or just a team full of newcomers for uh, the gold squad over there, that, that, that must have been pretty interesting. I guess they had Clay and Flash to kind of talk them through some stuff um, outside of yourself. But uh, how, how is that? You know what? It's funny because um, we had two walk-ons and one of them tore his Achilles and the other one was my son, Jake. So we had that. And then, but then, and you know how when you're taking over program, the, the first 13 all thought they were going to play. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to play 13. So then you had to sell the importance of, because we, you know, nowadays with the transfer portal, you can't redshirt guys. I thought, I mean, if you look back on our success, we got a graphic on transfers, like in our recruiting process, look back on the transfer success we had. Milton Doyle transferred Kansas, first team all league. Clay Custer transferred, player of the year. Marcus Towns transferred, player of the year. Tate Hall transferred, an all-conference player. Here, uh, here. Uh, yeah. You're transfer all league. Braden Norris transferred. Uh, I mean, over and over, you got transfers that that sat out a year and was on the gold team that thrived. Now mm -hmm. you don't have that with this portal. Anybody who's transferring, I mean, they asked me two questions. I'm going to have the ball in my hand more. And what's the NIL look like? And, uh, you know, it's just it's I, I just I'm just such a big proponent of redshirting and getting better, working on your skills. And um, but back to your question, because, you know, me, my mind will. But the uh, but to our gold team, so we had to, you know, I, I think we literally recruited a six nine walk on a transfer, and I think he's going to be good someday. He's got a chance, but I mean, 
to have guys that can compete against your first eight, I think is a big part of the success. And we mm-hmm. had we had great gold teams at uh, at Loyola. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you mentioned Jake there. Um, correct, I'm, I don't know if you've seen this video, but that was an awesome, awesome moment of the season. Jake came in against UTSA, hits the three, and I love the video of you, like no reaction, not giving anything. Uh, no, I, I, that, that was so you. That, that, that was awesome. Oh, and I'll tell you, now I know what all your parents. I, it's funny because I've looked where you parents, the, the parents of mm-hmm. all the Ramblers, they sit right in my eye shot to the right there. And yeah. over the years, just to see them and their body language and their, their, you know, just I had my parent hat on, but I also had to have my coaching hat on. And when he shot that, I know everyone was talking about, how did you rename so calm? Man, my insides were exploding. Yeah. I was like, you know, as I was like, afraid to, to go in and when it hit the, the amount of joy you had to see that and just because you know how you, you, as parents you all know the the past your your kids take there's sometimes mm-hmm. there's bumpy roads and to see that shot go in and uh that was really a cool moment definitely that, that was awesome you, you also touched on the uh the you know the jordan brand you know coming over there you guys have like a wealth of resources as far as you know uh gear and everything uh i know Crut was also interested. Will the jacket ever ever make a return with uh with the amount of Jordan swag you have? So I will say this, you know, Crut like the first text I got from Crut this year I think was after I tweeted out the cool gray the the cool grays. Size sixteen. those cool grays in size sixteen. Like man, I knew Crut following us now. Waiting on them. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? You want that extra wide sixteens too. Yeah, yeah. But I, I will say this about, um, yeah, the Jordan brand. I mean, I'm biased because I was from Chicago. Even it's just incredible the amount of stuff you get. I I was, so the, the jackets, I got a whole closet full of them. And, you know, now we're going, we don't have them. And uh, I've been asked that question a lot. I still got them waiting for the return. And I've tried to add to my collection. But, you know, I turned, the, the, the Count Porter's jacket turned over to Drew's shoes. And yeah. the Jordan brand literally sent me, I got them all. I, I, they sent me, I got like 35 Jordans, different Jordans. Like they, mm-hmm. right out of the gate, they sent me like 35 pair. And <laughs> I was, I was, I laid them on the ground. I took a picture, like sent it to London and Patrick and Drew. And I'm like, man, Drew shoes, the hell with this. I need to start doing polar shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, but I, I want to bring, I mean, the jackets, I don't know if we'll ever go back as college coaches. Do you want, that's, that's my question. Do you want that to return or do you like how it is now? I'm mixed. I, I really like the comfortability. I, I like, um, you know, the shoes. I, you know, I know you guys were talking on air about what Dante brought up about um, me um, challenging the, the hot dog man in the stand, you know, uh, when I ran up in the stands. And, uh, you know, I just feel like, you, you, you know, yeah, you can move. I, you know, I didn't know this either. I guess I stopped my feet a lot as a coach. I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. that. And I just know, like, my heel would always hurt when I wore dress shoes. That's why I changed those Cole Hans. And, uh, and uh, but I'm mixed, Crut. I, I I do like I do like somewhat of having the jacket and everything. But man, it's been comfortable, you know, really comfortable wearing polos and pullovers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it almost is like a uh, you know when we go to Myrtle Beach or whatever, you know, you wear a or wherever it is, the Cayman Islands. You know, you wear a polo and, and some nice slacks, and and you just get to coach. Yep, for sure, for sure. I'm a fan of the I'm a fan of the jacket in the in the in the suit in the tie, the jacket. 
All right. We'll see, we'll see if you ever get in the coaching profession, which if you <laughs> that, that coat we'll and tie, Crut. Yeah. You know, he, he was discussing that all year. He was just shocked every time that, you know, everyone was in, uh, you know, polos. But that's interesting. All right. Well, Coach, you mentioned that. Um, I just sent you the video while we're on it. Uh, our last episode, Dante was kind of giving us some uh, some impressions and going through it. And I think a memory he wanted to share with us, I think it's Montel James uh, in the CBI. And he's uh, – you know, has a, a wide open layup and goes up for a dunk, I believe, and misses it. And then you oh, take yeah. off up the stairs in Gentile. This is courtesy. Co- what uh, way does he head? Uh, what I, direction? I I don't know. Oh my god, here it goes. Oh jeez. You know what? I was mad. We, everyone's always complaining about the concessions at Gentile. Yeah. And I just, the guy's yelling last call for hot dogs and I'm pissed. I'm like, I'm trying to get more people in Gentile and the guys, I'm like, it's a close game. And the guy's yelling last call for hot dogs. And it just pissed me off. So I ran up and told him. <laughs> you kept running that way. You would have ended up in Lake Michigan. <laughs> running straight up the, the East stairs. Now that I'm looking at it, did you see my Walter Payton high step though? Did you see how, how, how my, how my, yeah, like, no. I, yeah, I will I tell you this. I don't know if I've ever told the story, but like um, the, the official, I've had him a number of times and that gave me the technical and he comes over and he puts his hand over his mouth and I had my hand over a mouth and he, and he's, he starts laughing. He goes, Porter, you, you know, I had to give you a, tele- a technical. And I go, I know. He goes, what, what were you doing? I go, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> just took over. And, he, and he, we were laughing. He was like, I had to. Porter, I didn't want to, but I had to. You ran in the stand. I'm like, I know. I know. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> just give it to me. I don't know if we got that many technicals. Uh, I don't know if I've had one since. four years. I don't, I, I don't know if I've had one since. I've been hmm. I, I'm really close of getting right to the line and getting oh, yeah. official really pissed at me and getting him like where he takes a step towards me. Then I start turning around and walk the other way. I'm, I'm really close to getting it. But I, I don't think I've gotten one since then, to be honest with you. You didn't get yeah, so the, Dante made that comment too, Coach, and I've—he's not the only one that, that has said something to me about it. About they what? think you've been calmer at, at Oklahoma as far as people watching. Is—is is, is that a conscious effort, or like I would think scientifically without the ja- jacket, like as you know, ripping off, like the jacket you, gives you a little more, bit more of like yeah, a, you, know, you have an outlet sad, with the jacket. Like a, you know. You know what? I, I, That's I, why I'm trying to get you back to the jacket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like I've been calmer the last. I don't know. You guys might have agreed. My players definitely here wouldn't wouldn't think I'm calm. They they yeah. think I'm probably yeah. you know, you know, because I'm I'm following Lon Kruger, who's a a, a legend, yeah. um, but he's like ultra calm. You know, mm-hmm. he's you know, um, and he's a legend. Um, so I don't think they think that. But I don't I don't know either way. I'm I'm just. Um, I don't know. I don't, I feel, I feel like when I was younger too, like, and I, I feel like, I remember your, maybe your freshman or sophomore year, Crud. you know, I think it was your freshman year when, you know how we won at Southern to win it all. I'll never forget. Yeah. You st- Was it that game that you started out and you missed a bunch of layups? And I always try to see, you know, how, how certain guys will take it. I don't coach everybody the same. And it was early in your career, and I wanted to see how you, you took it. I, I got into you probably as good as I got into you your whole career was, was, was at that Southern game because you started off, and you kind of looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. And you, go, <laughs> and you yeah. go, Coach, I got it. 
Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. looked at me, and I think it kind of jarred you that I was that pissed. And you go, I got it. And you went on to have a great game after that. I had a pretty good game there. And I know. It was, a, it was a good game we played as a, as a team. I think we won, we won by like 12 or so. It was, a, it was a good game. But you got to admit, you started out in left field. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And a couple <laughs> games. I, every once in a while, I had a couple games where I would start out. A couple Evansville games where I would start out pretty bad. Oh, yeah. No. You we, started we out defensively right in front of us. Remember the one defensively you started out? You missed, you missed like three assignments. And then you kind of – you had that run back on your tiptoes, running back, looking at me like, I got it, I got it, I got yeah. it. And then you turned it. And then you turned it. Yeah, that's Crud. a good thing about you, Crud, is you really realized quickly, you know, of turning it. Some guys you don't realize, like, I'm not going down the right path this game. I think you you turned it you, – you could turn it quick. And, yeah. uh, and you were always one, too. You had many different ways to turn it. Like, not only score a basket, you could throw a dime – and you look at me. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, he's back. <laughs> yeah. I call a couple backdoor plays or something. Cretz uh, talked about a moment a couple times on the podcast about um I think it was at Evansville my freshman year, and we got we got blown out. But his one of his all-time like memories of you was when during Scout we had talked about how they have like four across on the baseline. And there's a guy in the corner, um, but they'll throw it from the other side to, to the corner. Um, so don't just leave him on his own. So come game time, I think it was like Chekovich's or whatever the guy's name was. Bald guy. the corner. Big bald Polish guy. Remember that? For, for Evansville? Yeah. Yes. Not not Mekovicious from Mekovicious was the big no, guy. No, not him. It was a different guy, the big the bald corner. dude. Yeah, I remember him. Shot three. He was, in the, he was in the corner and I left him and they threw it. Like the the diagonal opposite, and he banged the three. You know, it was a terrible game too. We got smashed. Probably the loudest I've heard the Ford Center get. And coach, you were you were so mad. It was hilarious. You took cut out for that. Session, the film yeah. session. The next time we played him around, you showed that, and you're like, "All right, guys, no matter who the is in the <laughs> corner, do not." Let them pass this ball. I don't know what else you said, but you said some, you referenced some character. Like, I don't care if this guy is in the corner; you're gonna guard him. Okay. Oh, I love it. You know, how you said. You know how you said uh, um, that you looked at the game differently. Like you, yeah. I, that is one of the biggest compliments. And we used to say that about Majerus, and that comes from that. I used to, I watched the game differently after I worked for Majerus, just because there's so many little things. And I don't know if it was Braden, but someone was texting Clay. We we had the game one against Oklahoma State, and we left the corner shooter, and a mm-hmm. guy hit the three, and then it went. And like a couple of the Loyola guys were texting Clay, like, "Never leave corner shooter." Don't leave corner shooter. <laughs> and that's that's like the ultimate compliment. That's that's so cool. Is like you're watching and you see the game differently, and how the little things add up. It truly, that's really, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, those are the cool, those are cool memories. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I remember that Oklahoma State game. We said that in the group chat, in, in our current team's group chat. I said, don't, don't leave, don't leave current. And remember, remember how I'm always, how many times every year I start out the year just describing to take the ball out of bounds, how you got to take it a yard off the line. Mm-hmm. And then oh, just in case someone, jump, someone jumps in. Remember, I, remember every year I'll start that? Mm-hmm. Oh, sure yeah. as hell. Sure as hell this year. We got it and we, we went like that and stepped over the line. On a thing, it was a bad call. That's, the 22. That's a twenty-two in practice, right there. You know, we're down to twenty-ones. 
Yeah. I would have made 21s. Yeah, is I mean, that the power five is, is, is one every second I could get on those. <laughs> is Maddie on the clock though? Yeah, I know. So the the manager yeah. the whole thing. Like I was starting to get pissed. They pushed go. They, you guys would be past the free throw line, and you guys were in cahoots with all them, the managers. There's no, yeah. like, there's no <laughs> oh, doubt. No, we weren't. How about the eighty? How about the eighty layups? The, the eighty-four layups. Hey, you, are you still doing that drill? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys would be you guys would be in line. I'm like, come on, Flash, add one to it. You remember the day when Mullins practiced, when Brian practiced, and I go to Brian, and I think I think we had a clinic. I think we had people there. In the no, we had a lot of we had a lot of like high school coaches. Like I can remember Lake Forest guy was up there, a couple of your buddies, um, and they might have even brought some of their their players. Yeah, and we had a practice and. I remember going, Brian, I need you to practice. And Brian very humbly says, Coach, are you sure? And I get, he goes, because if I practice, I'm going to, I'm gonna, we're, you know, I'm going to, we're going to do well, the, the goal team. Mm-hmm. And I remember, remember we did, we had to do the 80 layup drill because I think we were either pressing or breaking the press. It was breaking the press with a free throw. This, well, this, the gold squad was, I mean, they could have finished third in the Valley that year. For sure. And, <laughs> and I threw Brian on it. I threw Brian yeah, on it. And, and B. Mullins. But, yeah, like, it was, like, the worst practice for those guys to come and watch. I think they left, like, halfway through because all we did was 84 layups, press segment. Didn't get it? 84 layups, press segment. Didn't get it? 84 layups, press segment. By the fourth one, they were like, yeah, we're just going to get out of here. <laughs> That's going to be here for a while. We got the 84 drill down as, a, as in the clinic. We, we, we got yeah. how that works. We still, uh, we still doing the, the same type of drills. Have we elevated any different stuff? I mean, like I remember one of the one of the big drills that we introduced was one more shooting. I think we introduced that like maybe my junior year. We didn't we didn't do that for for my freshman or sophomore year. I don't think that one more shooting. Yeah, um, and I always thought that that was a really really great drill to, to start practice and stuff. You know, we're, we we are we do we I'm keeping it fresh. We do a lot of different ones. We're at we add to it. Um, we we go downhill and we call it raptor passing. We go downhill. Oh like, yeah. Kick the, we, we we do that. We had some shooting stuff out of raptor passing. Um, always like trying to do um, you know some different. Uh, we'll do one more shooting from different angles too. Like you know how you know how we um, like always did the drift pass and go there. Yeah. We'll yeah. do it to where we like get a paint touch, kick it up high, and then one more to the corner. You yeah. know. Or or we we kick it we go pick, kick it up high and wide and go one more top slots so we, yeah. we fix up the positions of one more shooting not just baseline drift one more yeah, and, uh, yeah. now I'm always trying to we're trying to create the the, the different um, you know just keeping it fresh and but also getting what you want to get across to that I love guys I love the Celtic guys. drill do we still do the Celtic drill yeah. yeah 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 how was the first Celtic drill at Oklahoma how did that look like four missed layups, you know, like, you know, you know, every missed layup. And it's, it's a, yeah. it's one of those great drills. You achieve what you emphasize and what, you know, or you allow what you allow, you know? So, you know, once you guys know that you're running a 22 for every missed layup in that drill, you know, it was almost a hundred percent. You guys, you at this level, you shouldn't miss an open layup in a drill. Yeah. So that the very first one, I think we missed four. And then we probably missed one the rest of the year, you know, that drill, just cause you know, <clears throat> It's a, it's a, it's a layup, but I tell you what we almost had. We almost had a, what's the thing that pisses me off the most in the Celtic drill? 
Um, when you uh, run, when the ball gets thrown the other side, side yeah. of the, the yeah. we almost had a header. This dude threw a pass and it drifted over to the other side of the midline and almost hit the other guy, and I freaking lost it. You know, because that's the other thing about that drill. You got that pass has got to be on this side of that midline going the other way. That could be a, a big time concussion. Crud, I know, Will. I'm telling you, what I would love, I would love for a lot of you guys that are done. Ben's been here, but to come, Dante, get get Marcus, Dre. Um, I'd love you guys to come back and watch a workout in the summer. Now that would be some comedy hours for you guys. Yeah. We'll go out to dinner. We'll go out to dinner at night and then uh, share some stories. I think that would be fun to watch you guys have a workout here. And I'd love your feedback. I would love your feedback. Yeah. No, no, that'd be that'd be a great idea. I could definitely get out. To, I don't know. The flights probably aren't aren't. Uh, it's not that long. No, it's direct. Yeah, it's not a long flight. How long is the flight? Like an hour and a half or so. Yeah, it's 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 an hour and a half direct. Oklahoma City, yeah. Chicago. Yeah, All right. Be great. Get it organized. Hey. I, I, uh, one of the best one of the best uh, memories I got is. We went to Carson's ribs. Remember when we went to Carson's ribs with the, yeah. after the final four? That was a and they like shut the whole place down and it was just us. And we were really? in the back there and and uh, you know the owner was out there. We were we were talking. We were talking. I was talking about Larry Bird a lot. I remember that. That that was a that was a cool moment. No, th- you got to get those, that again. No, for sure. I mean, it, those. You know, Will, you had asked me something about some memories, but I but I couldn't use the final four. And I'm like, well, you're, 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 you're going back in some long memories. You know, those are a lot of good ones. But quite, you know what I miss? I miss, and we do it over here. I, I miss like having the team out at the house, you know, and, and playing games. Remember, remember the fire pit game like when I was doing the penny trick? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> and I mean, you got, uh, who, who was it you got? Uh, maybe Isaiah or something? Yeah, Pajoso. Yeah. yeah. Oh, crushed him on that. I love just, you know, having you guys in that kind of setting because, you know, I always talk about leadership. Leadership is is tough because you got to hold them accountable. Like if, if I always said, if, if it isn't me holding you guys accountable, who's it going to be? You know, and and that's the thing is because you have to push, you know, you guys to a certain level, you know, accountability wise. But there's also just such a human nature part of it where I recruit who I love. I recruit guys that I want to. You know, I was told, but I, I have to hire a lot. Like I'm always getting poached with my assistants. And uh, I was told at a young age, don't hire somebody that you don't want to get in the car and drive three hours with. You know, it's the same way in recruiting. Like, I don't like recruiting guys that I don't like. And mm-hmm. so many good memories of you guys out at the house and or out to a meal and just seeing you guys be young guys. And, uh, you know, yeah, we I, had that one day where we went uh, up to, that, to the beach there and played some volleyball. I remember yes, that. Yes. Yes. That was a good time. Oh yeah, that was a Wilmette Beach. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. And I think there was a I think there was a football game. Northwestern was playing that day or something. Yeah. Yeah. We came back to my house. Yeah. Yeah. It was, <clears throat> was a good time. Coach, uh, on another note, um, we had we had Drew on and he uh he talked a little bit about how his his like frame of mind about like becoming a head coach kind of was shaped uh, I think it was after my freshman year, like when you had the interest from UNLV and, and St. John's. Um, do you think like your guys' relationship changed a little bit after that and like shaping him to be a head coach? And just like, what what would you have to say about um, his first year? And, you know, like, yeah, I, I, I guess like, like 
what's your thoughts on, on his first year and, and his his journey to become a head coach? Yeah, so you, you mentioned um, after the Final Four, I was, you know, the interest was St. John's and UNLV. And, um, you know, two things. One is, you know, when Brian was there, you know, Drew came in really as a young assistant. And, um, and but he, you know, just always energy. But, you know, if I left, Brian was there. You know, you, you assume yeah. Brian was... And then when Brian took the Southern Illinois job, you know, and then, so Drew's right there. And then I was interested in there. So I, I was talking to Drew, Drew, you know, if I, if, if I take this, you know, I want to, I want to keep it within, you know, and I think that's the first time I think he'll admit it too. Like he started thinking like that. Mm -hmm. And um, for both of us, then for me, I just, I didn't want to, I just didn't want, I wanted to do it again. I, I just want, I didn't, you know, you see some guys, it happened this year. Guys have one run, they get to the tournament and they take off. And I'm not disparaging those coaches that take off. Um, I was just ultra happy and I loved the guys there and I just wanted to have another run. And I just wanted, I just didn't want to do it. And then for Drew, I'll say this, that would have been really early for Drew because literally he was just getting there, you know? And, um, right. and uh, so I think it worked out. And then after um, that, that this last Sweet 16 run, you know, talking with Drew, and Drew was one of those guys where, uh, like every meeting, he kept his uh, a notebook, and he just he would write everything down. And he was just he, Drew was a sponge. He was just really, you know, would want um, to learn. Like he wanted to know the why. You know, I would mm -hmm. do some crazy shit, and he'd be like, "Why? Why are you doing it that way? You know, where why why are you or whether it was game planning and or whether it was recruiting scenarios." And he was always comes to the meetings with his book, and he wrote it down. He was. Um, you know, I'm always talking to you guys about being a lifetime learner and how, you know, I study successful people. Be a lifetime learner. Drew was such a, a learner, like he was such a guy soaking it in. And that leads me to what your question of how I think he did this year. And uh, I thought he did unbelievable. And I texted him so many times. And you, you know what I thought he did an amazing job with? He had a veteran team. And he let the veterans be the veterans, but he also put his spin on the team. I thought he was ultra confident. You know, I think sometimes when you're a first year coach and I look back, I was, I was 31. I was the youngest in college basketball when I got my first job at Arkansas, the rock, I was 31. So Drew was the youngest at his, his age. And he was 29 when he got it. Right. He was way more confident than I was when I took over at 31. You know, he, he had, he just was more confident and he, and he looked at, and when you have a veteran team, they know, they know they can look over if you, you know, it's a timeout, it's a closed game. And they know if you know. And I think he did a great job of having those veterans, let them be veterans, but also command a respect because of his confidence and what he was doing and belief in what he was doing and belief in himself. Definitely. Yeah, we, we really enjoyed it. I mean, obviously, he did a great job as far as like performances and, and outcomes and stuff. But, uh, you know, I was super impressed and I'm, I'm lucky I had him in, in, my, in my last year. So. It, it all worked well, out. Well. You know what I thought Drew was? I thought Drew was, you know, when he was the assistant, and he, every once in a while, Drew would throw on that gold jersey. Is Was Drew, was yeah. he, how was his trash talking? You know, Drew was always first team All-American trash talker. How, how was he as a head coach? So, I mean, are, are you talking trash talking? Like, as far as, um, he definitely changed his hat a little bit as far as, like, when it was his scout, you know, as an assistant, he would give them rune hell and then when it wasn't his scout he'd also give the gold hell um <laughs> yeah. yeah i i think like he more so had a uh 
a moderate tone as far as that stuff. But uh, yeah, like if, if there was like a message he had one day and like things weren't going exactly to, to that um, point, yeah, he, he, he would make it clear. And yeah, he, he definitely has kept the trash talk up. And he, I mean, his pregame speeches are, are great too. I, that, that's something I didn't really think about when he got the job, but he definitely has some some great motivation um, as far as certain things. So yeah, it, it was I really good. him. We drove on the gold team and all right, I go, Drew, we got to play in the gold team. And he'd missed like five shots. And <laughs> then he hit one in the corner. And you'd think you'd think, I mean, remember running out of the court? You'd think that he just hit 12 in a row. Yeah. <laughs> this confident swag, he'd be talking. Yeah, yeah, all day. <laughs> Corver. That's what I'm coming. So, stuff like that. Well, one, one for six, and he's a Corver. Yeah. Then he had that dunk. He dunked it one of those years, yeah. and it was like, yeah. I think it was like three on three. And yeah. <laughs> remember was, when we did the, uh, like we did the All Star Challenge, the Skills Challenge one time to break stuff up. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't you do the Dribble Series, Crut? Were you doing the Skill Challenge? Yeah, it was do? the Dribble Series. I remember you. Uh, we had like a coach, a, a player, a coach, and two players. And I think he was it Flash that went up against you, or was it him? I think it was Drew. Well, I don't know, but remember we had the three point thing, and I hit all. I hit all mine to the yeah. Day. Yeah, you know. Some people are meant to be in the audience. Some people are meant to be on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have I film on that of me beating Tate as well. I just like that. I beat Tate Hall in the, in the skills. Yes, you did. You were yeah. you were on our squad. Yes. I, I do remember that, Will. <laughs> well, Coach, I think that's – we are kind of we can start wrapping it up here. I know you're you interested. You want to get some of his uh, Chicago sports takes out of him. I guess we are Bears, Blurs, Belgium, so uh, – yeah, Cubs are struggling a little bit, huh? You know what? I, I I talked to my daughter. It was literally last night. We were, we had it on in the background on Mother's Day. I was cooking out, and you know she's still distraught because you know she kind of grew up, you know Bryant, Rizzo, you know Baez, Baez. you know Ariata, like, and those were household names, and now you it's hardly know them. And I just I've been through many cycles of this as a Cub fan. We'll be back. We'll, we'll be back. We're, we're, we're going to have a few household names. That in, in, in Cubs history, I'm sure. We'll be back. You know, the Wrigley's still packed, and it's still a, a, nothing like the smells of walking into Wrigley. And um, we'll be back. I'm, I'm have you gotten to a game yet? This no, year? I got I, – I'm, I'm, you know, you know I'm, se- I'm six and one doing the seventh inning stretch. And yeah. I, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm. I'm gonna try. I'm coming back. But I am. I, I got two games. I'm coming to. I got on my calendar. Um, okay. That I'm gonna come to uh, coming up next month, and then one in June. Um, but uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. Nice. How about your Bears? Yeah, just we just uh, drafted a. Just had the NFL draft. A couple cornerbacks. A couple. Uh, you know, got a wide receiver. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. This year will definitely be. Uh, Definitely rebuilding, though. I feel I, not I, rebuilding, I, but we're going to be the competitiveness of the team. It's we'll see. How did I mean, Crud? How did you really? I, I saw your tweet. You were you were kind of distraught. Did, did Raquan Smith come to a game, a Blurs game? Ro, yeah, Raquan Smith came to a. You know, I've been trying to get Bears to come to the games. I know for a long time for Couldn't like four done. years. Four years. I tweeted Trubisky. I tweeted uh, tweeted Mac. Uh, I tweeted, uh, who else? One other guy. You tweeted Not, Big Cat. Yeah, Big Cat yeah. to come yeah. to a game. Anybody. I got Robbie Gold. Remember, I got Robbie Gold to come yeah. to a game. I mean, you're going to take credit for Robbie Gold coming to the game? Yeah, yeah, I am. I mean, 
That's that. I uh, I showed him around campus that one day. Mm-hmm. All right. True. I mean, I was, True. I was okay. We'll, we'll... I I set up the tickets for him. You did. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and then the one time I, I I leave one year, and then I guess Roquan Smith get, get, goes to again. <laughs> that that was what you missed about the year. Is <laughs> I mean all that just Roquan. You didn't see me tweeting about it, you know, the last three years. All right. Who was the biggest trash talker as a player on the team this year, Will? Trash talker. Um, I think, like, the most, like, killer mentality has to be Braden. Yeah. Um, between, like, as far as, like, a maroon and gold uh, maroon and gold exchange. But, like, on the floor, like, we all know, like, Keith is, like, the happiest person ever. But, like, if someone says a bad word or, you know, it, it is off – him a little bit he, he was ready to go a couple times so i guess that's him he, he got a technical I, I know he got a technical in the arch madness before but i think he got another one this year keith clemens uh, i'm trying i'm trying to think he but yeah he's uh he's always he's always you know getting involved um when he's out there it's kind of just the contrast of his personalities is hilarious i, I, I think i think that's Braden is a sneaky He's sneaky at that, especially like remember the Illinois game. There's also game. All of a sudden, he'll hit some big shots, and he, I mean, he's got a mean he, mug on his face. Yeah, right you can now. see it come out in him, which I love. Yeah. I love that trait about him. But like, I think like, he's sneaky with that. But before the Illinois game, like Io was like at center court, like just his arms crossed, looking over, and like, like, like Lucas is like, "What the hell is this?" Bray, Bray, that pissed Braden off so much. Like, what are you doing? And so then Kofi with the soccer ball. Yeah, that, that's what I was saying. I yeah. went out. I went out. I usually stay in the locker room, but I went out, you know, at the NCAA tournament, um, that game against Illinois. And I look over there, and Kofi is bouncing the ball off his, the soccer ball. And I remember, remember that? The, remember I changed the first play, and I was, I, was, I was feeding that into you. I was saying to you about, yeah. like, man, look at this dude. He's, he's doing a soccer ball. And I, I kept on saying you were going to whip his ass. And then um, remember the first play? We set two flares, and I told you just to take it. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, what? screw the first play. We're gonna set two flares. We're gonna act like we're running blast. Both corners do a flare and go. Just take them one on one. Yeah, and, and you took them with that hook shot, and then you had your little jog running back on your <laughs> your confident little strut. I'm like, uh oh. But man, that I remember that with that soccer ball. I I remember like a couple things. Like their their big guys didn't really like touch a basketball in the warmups. They stretched a lot. They always kind of looking over, you know, seeing what they're doing and stuff, seeing if you can, you know, they're practicing their pops or they're practicing their short roll. You know, that's what they're going to do. Flash loved to do that. He would look over and warm ups and, and like, they're practicing the roll and warm ups. Like, you guys, we better be in on the roll today. Like, stuff like that. And I was looking over there. I was like, they, they, they're big guys. They aren't even touching the ball right now. They're just stretching and kind of getting loose. And then uh, the stuff at half court, I, I didn't really see any of that. But I remember Lucas – coming back to the locker room pretty pretty ticked off. And then um, you know, we do our you gave your little speech or whatever and uh we're running out and I remember you you pulled me back um you know before I ran out and you you were like, you know, this is a game. You were, you told me this is a game for those guys that didn't recruit you. Like this is a time for you to go out and show them how how big of a mistake they made. That type of stuff. And that that gave me some juice. I'll I tell you that right now. That gave me some it. some damn juice right there. No, I can and, tell. Uh, That's when I yeah. changed the play too. 
Awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, unless you guys have anything else, I mean, Coach, we definitely appreciate your time. Uh, this is great. Uh, definitely let us know when you're coming back through to Chicago. But, uh, again, th- thank you, and, and, and good luck this uh, this next season. You guys, it, this has been fun to uh, listen to you guys do this podcast. And, uh, you know, it just brings back so many good memories, and it's great to see you guys. And, um, you know, I think, I think you should have uh, – um, I think you should have a multi, although we, we won't be able to get words in because we'll all think, but have, have multi guests, like have a, a yeah, reunion yeah. podcast, have a reunion mm-hmm. podcast. And you yeah. gotta, you gotta have one of those things where you can mute somebody. Yeah. So that's so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should have a reunion podcast with multiple people on here would be great. But uh, yeah, you guys yeah. love you guys, man. And um, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Absolutely. Thank you. See ya. All right, that was brought to you by uh, Bet Online again. Thanks so much to Coach for coming on. He's great and gets sport about everything. I got to shout out uh, Austin Hansen for uh, sending us that uh, that video of his uh, charging in the stands. Maybe we'll we'll post. Yeah, we got to post that. Yeah, we'll post for that. sure. But it was great. Sure. We got to we got to get more active on the BBB uh, Instagram page. I, I love how Coach sticks to his uh, his story of what uh, that the hot dog guy. But, yeah. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, uh, again, th- thanks for uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Yeah, hope you guys enjoyed that. It was, a, it was a great hour, man. It was a great hour talking to Coach, and was it an hour? It, you, I could talk for three minutes. Uh, three minutes. Fifty-three minutes. Sorry, but uh, it could have well been an hour. But um, yeah, thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, we'll be back next week. And or two weeks from now, <laughs> just a blanket <laughs> statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it honest. All right, go blurs. <laughs> go blurs. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.